Hello everyone. Welcome to Switchcraft the Fingerboard Podcast. My name is Jana, and this time I have a guest who's been around for a very long time in the fingerboard scene. Uh, say hello to uh, Tobias Fieler. Hey there. <laughs> hey. Um, yeah, I think uh, if people uh, remember you, because you haven't been too active in, active in the last few years, I think. Um, if people remember you, I think the, the thing you were most known for is uh, Castle Lost. I, I think so, yeah. <laughs> I think so, yeah. Yeah, so... Um, also, Castle Lost hasn't been around for uh, quite some time now. I think it's six years since we shut down the last, uh, the last location and basically... Yeah, since then, nothing really happened. Um. For everyone who doesn't know, um, maybe you can explain uh, what Kazalost was and who it was. Um, we were a crew of, like in the beginning, I think we were six fingerboarders. Um, ended up like seven, eight, nine people. Basically, we were a crew of friends uh, who were hanging out fingerboarding um, each day, every day, <laughs> all day, every day. And yeah, yeah, it's basically that. We, we've been a crew like, like you know, Asi Berlin used to be bef also before the shop was there. And mm -hmm. like, yeah, back in the days mainly online crews we were like a real life crew um yeah not only fingerboarding but also later uh, organizing events um we had one full length video um released in 2006 or 7 or so yeah basically yeah, I, that I, basically I, a fingerboard crew yeah <laughs> and uh at least in my memory, you were like one of the first like big prominent crews. Like it could have been that other crews, like especially other online crews, have been around back then. But you were definitely like the first big in-person crew that I've known of. I think so. Yeah, it might be. I don't know when Azi Berlin really started in the really early days. Um, But, yeah, I think around around 2003, I think uh, Timo told me, if I don't mix things up, but around that time should be should be around the same time. So yeah, there there has been back then. There has already been like core Black River crew, um, mm -hmm. but they also, as far as I remember, mainly met on events and mm -hmm. yeah. I think our biggest yeah. strength was was that we really were super locally. That we were like, as I said, six people in a village of I didn't know five thousand or something. Mm. It's not much more inhabitants than five thousand. So we were really locally, and yeah, I think that's that was the thing what which which made us. Yeah, I don't know the loudest possibly. <laughs> I don't yeah, know. Might at be. least stand out. <laughs> yeah, standing out. Yeah, sure. Yeah, and I back then I was already always really jealous because I had no one to fingerboard with, like maybe 150 kilometers 
around the the town I was living in, which was of a similar size than your one. Mm. But yeah, uh, I was I always thought or always wondered how you got so many people fingerboarding. I don't know, honestly. <laughs> I, I I don't even I don't even know how I came to fingerboarding. What the motivation was, I, I remember pretty vividly uh, how it happened. How how I I remember the day I went to a skate shop and bought a tech deck. It was mm -hmm. late nineteen ninety eight. Yeah, that, that I think could late be. I think, I, I think that was the first year that tech deck launched like globally. If I pieced it together from various interviews. Might be, might be. I don't mm. I don't remember how I got the idea to to buy a fingerboard. I remember that I that I really I went to the shop straight to the counter said I want a tech deck. It was a flip Jeff Rowley design, I Ooh. think. Um, yeah, Flip has always been my favorite brand ever. And yeah, I think I even lost the first wheel on the first day. I ripped it out of the package and lost a wheel. <laughs> and um, but why I don't remember. <laughs> and and uh, do you remember who the first one of your friends was uh, that started, or were you, was it all they tried your fingerboard, or how I th I did think anyone else get started? I think that's how it happened. It was it was either slow mo or Pjorn, mm -hmm. since they were really they were kindergarten friends basically. The others came a bit later, um, but I don't remember. I think probably slow-mo was around each and every day. And um, Pure and I met really often because he lived really just five houses away. Um, mm. I think that's how it went. I didn't know. I didn't really remember. There was another one in the neighborhood that, that even had a fingerboard park. He built Ooh. out of solid wood pieces, completely crazy. And uh, he stopped one day and gave it to me. Don't even remember this his name, I think. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, and so it was basically these, well, the three of us, right? Slow Mo, Pjorn, and me, who, well, sometimes met for fingerboarding or met for other stuff, right? Um, were you also skateboarding before you were fingerboarding or did you just thought, hey, I go to the skate shop? <laughs> I, <laughs> I, started, I started skateboarding after uh, I got into fingerboarding, actually. Mm -hmm. um, I think, I don't know, when, when, when did Tony Hawk's Pro Skater come out? I think that might... Um, I, that might be a, a, a um, combination. To the, that. the the second one came out in I think two thousand one, because I had a, a real bad accident, like non skateboarding related, in two thousand one, and skateboarding, fingerboarding, and reading Harry Potter were like the three things I could do for like yeah. more than a year. So That's yeah, I think it, Tony Hawk Two was around in uh, was released in two thousand one, if I don't remember. Uh, so don't, my 
might 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 be might be with the first Tony Hawks. I don't know. I remember playing that a lot with uh, another friend who who September didn't really... 2000 uh, was the second one. Okay. Well. I don't know might 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 be from this. I actually really don't remember. There was one time in a German uh in a in a, in a TV show called uh Geld oder Liebe with uh, Jürgen von der Lippe. There was a guy who claimed to be uh, a European champion in fingerboarding. And that was even okay. before that. Um, I once talked with, uh, with Timo about that, Timo Lieben. Yeah. And he said, yeah, I remember. There was a guy from Berlin and I once met him. But also, okay. that, also this conversation with Timo is years ago. Right? Yeah. Um, but he, he knew who I was talking about. Uh, that might be around that time. Maybe, Maybe. TKY remembers, because I know that TKY got officially crowned world champion in uh, 99. Because <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, there was like a weird contest thing. There was basically one of the first fingerboard contests in Germany. And they just said, this is the world championship now. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> so it could be a similar thing that, uh, yeah. yeah. Something like that. Maybe, maybe that's. I yeah. don't. I don't know. A lot of people, like our age group, also uh, heard of fingerboarding through the Mickey Mouse magazine because uh, there was a fingerboard in there. That's one of the like. Okay. Well, adults. I don't remember that. I remember yeah. the Mickey Mouse magazine, but never, never, never in the combination with fingerboarding. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, I. I always thought that uh, you guys knew each other from skating and that's how you got others into fingerboarding because I always was like, no one was interested in fingerboarding like at all. Like I have people who I skated with. I had like one guy who was a BMX rider and we went to the skate park like most days after school and we were living like far away from each other. Like we both had to drive like 45 minutes to get to school. So and we were opposite sides of the town. But yeah, every time we could, I would uh, skate with him. And even he wasn't interested in fingerboarding. Like, there was no one. <laughs> no, that's, that's, I think that's how, how the others came to it. Um, I think the, 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 the contact to, to Marvin and, Pierre, uh, and, and Marcel came through skateboarding. And... I think Chris was just the guy with the video camera at first <laughs> and a good friend of Marvin. And yeah, so this came together and they somehow got hooked up to it and, um, and joined in. I don't know when. I remember the first contests I went, there was no Castle Ost. Slomo was always around. Do you remember when that roughly was your first contest it was fast fingers four i think three four or five something like that um, let, let me let me do the math um 2001 it was december just 2001 i think in the first the first couple of years fast fingers was uh twice a year yeah yeah um and so i think might have been December two, uh, two, 2001. 
I don't know exactly. So my my first one was Fast Fingers Seven in uh, two thousand four. Yeah. So it could, yeah. could be it if uh, with like some weird double things, because I know from talking to Martin Ehrenberger that uh, he also remembered that in the beginning it was twice a year. Yeah. First thing is seven was already in Schwarzenbach, wasn't it? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. The first the first few was in in the old uh, Black River office or <laughs> mm. skate shop actually. Um, mm. In the flat of a mini ramp uh, in, in Fatigau, which is close to Schwarzenbach. Yeah. And it was like in the night, we, we would just clear the ramp to skate and then clear the ramp to, to, to sleep in the flat. <laughs> yeah, it was, it, it was crazy uh, times. Fast Finger 7 was all, uh, already in the like empty, uh, empty supermarket oh, thing. An empty supermarket. Like the, that flat, like, yeah, like that flat, flat building. Like me and <laughs> me and a bunch of other people were uh, were sleeping in uh, Martin's office, which was in the like second story. Yeah. And like years later, I found out who those people were that I slept in the same room with. It was because I could only remember uh, Fabian Schreiter and Manu Oberle, but there was also Gene Sengers, ah, and I could also remember Philly. But yeah, Gene was in there. Who well, was convinced that I haven't met him back then. But, yeah, we were like seven people sleeping in a room, so I must have talked to him. So yeah. There, there, there were there were more than one room upstairs, right? Because we yeah. were also we yeah. were also sleeping upstairs. Yeah, there, there were a couple and we, we slept in the room that was Martin's office. Like yeah. there was like his desk in there and yeah. Yeah we had an empty room and uh I remember Slomo slept in, in a room front uh, pretty much in the front and the room was way too small for his mattress and it was just completely <laughs> yeah. crazy yeah i think i re remember seeing something like that <laughs> yeah um so i think what uh so far what we've talked about is just reminiscing about old times yeah but uh what i i think we haven't quite yet conveyed how important and how influential uh, Castellost was back then. Um, I remember uh, buying my first uh, Berlin wood deck with uh, a graphic on there. Uh, I still have it to this day. And it was a Castellost graphic, yeah. of an infamous uh, drop with, with a pro graphic of yours with yeah, questionable wording. Was, was that on Berlin wood? I thought it was a I, I short word. So. I I'm I, quite sure uh, that that was a Berlinwood drop. I think because I think it was the same drop where I bought my Berlinwood uh, with the Castle Ost. But yeah, could, we, I mean, in doubt, you're the one uh, who knows that. <laughs> we 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 had a series with uh, on Berlinwood. Actually, yeah, I, that's I, why I have the graphic. I think Timo once said that that. I was the first one to actually have a pro graphic, uh, a pro model, um, which was way before Castle Ost, actually. Um, we then, with Castle Ost, had a series on Burlingwood, and we also had a series on Shortwood. Was it Shortwood? No. Yeah, yeah, sure, Shortwood. Which, uh, Shortwood was definitely around at that time. With uh, 
Yeah, and and I thought I know I know which design you're talking about. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I thought it was on 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 uh, shortwood, but might also I be mean, it was in Berlin. I, I mean, when uh, I, I think when in doubt, you're the one who uh, might remember it more <laughs> no. clearly than I. But uh, definitely, um, I think it was even the first time that I've seen graphic boards from uh, Berlin wood. Like other than like something with wood printed on there or like hand drawn or engraving, like I've like for me uh, seeing the Castle Ost graphic and like looking at that board today because like I said it's on my wall right now. It's like like a thick layer of plastic with like uh, like some tape thing and <laughs> it's like really thick and peeling off in parts and you can see like the plastic chipping and but it was the first time that i've seen a berlin wood with a graphic yeah we we uh we had these uh the, these plastic sheets that you can print on these self-adhesive mm -hmm. plastic uh, thingies and we printed out the the graphics and um then put tons of of clear code on it so it won't fall yeah. off which <laughs> didn't always help <laughs> Yeah, like uh, like it, it looks like it's like a piece of plastic stuck on top. <laughs> like uh, it's chipping all over the place. And... That that was the way we we thought it might work. Um, I think short. Because I think short would. I don't know short how. Would, yes. How he uh, did. He did it different. He had it. Yeah, because I like in in the same like it's in a picture frame with like four decks. And right besides that one is a short quote from like 2005, so that was a bit later. And that uh, one has a graphic on there. It's like the green one with the SW on the bottom. It's like a, yeah. I think it was the first short quote graphic that he did in a bunch of colorways. Yeah. Uh, so, so yeah, he definitely found a way. And there were people like uh, Fabi and Vala who, uh, with Fava, did uh, like prints uh, directly onto veneer. And there were obviously people printing on like uh, sticker sheets and just putting a sticker on there. And that's basically what we did. <laughs> but with yeah, just but at with, least with, like with really the... poor sticker sheets. <laughs> <laughs> but it, it didn't didn't feel like like paper. Like when I just no. stuck like a piece of paper on on my decks, it was like you could see that it was paper, and you could feel that it was paper. No, we had these, it like paper. <laughs> we had these plastic sticker sheets. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, but um, and. Uh, you mentioned it uh, briefly earlier that you also had a contest series that, that you were really known for. The Bowmasters. Um, yes. <laughs> those, yeah. I actually, we at some point started to, well, to build ramps at first and um, pretty soon I didn't know how it how, how this came to, to, to be we started to build concrete ramps like bigger ramps like like which were more like parks um, I think it actually started when we found a piece of trash on the side of the road which fell off a roof or something and we were like oh well that looks like a cool ramp we could like add an extension here or well, if we just well, remodel this a little bit here, and I think that's how 
how this whole bowl thing came together and how we came to work with with uh, concrete or concrete like material and um, yeah soon 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 came to be really building bowls and I don't know at some point we, we said okay a crew needs to organize a contest it also was I mean you you were around it was the time where there were lots of events and lots of contests. yes yeah like even in the area that I was living in which like I said had barely anything about us there was an annual event uh, called uh, Das Fest which is a, a type of festival that's uh, free of entry and uh, outside and it's like it, it has like hundreds of things going on and there was also a fingerboard contest like right beside it was like some weird juggling volleyball thing which I always loved because I've been juggling since I was a kid but mm. never was good with clubs so I never bothered with that I'm I'm good with clubs now but wasn't back then <laughs> and um, yeah there were like uh, things like skate contests like uh, graffiti uh, things like all kinds of like youth culture and everything and also there was like a huge stage with huge bands going uh, playing there and there was also this fingerboard contest uh, from like the lo local skate shop from the local teachers and i remember seeing a bunch of uh, you people there but i don't think you were ever there i i have never been there it's so I, I've mm. only seen pictures and I, I really was jealous because it looked really cool, but somehow mm. um, I've always had had some other things. I remember one time I was in Berlin at that time, and there was also a contest, <laughs> and it was crazy. Mm. We we, we uh, yeah, I think I remember that as well because I wanted to go to that one in Berlin and we, was like, well, the other one is like forty five minutes away. <laughs> We were, I would remember talking on the phone with uh, one of the others that night, and I won the contest in in Berlin, and at the same time Marcel won uh, the contest in Karlsruhe, which were, we were like, yeah, was, was we rule the world. One, <laughs> was Marcel one with like longer hair, like like blonde-ish, like uh, like chin long hair, like might he he changed a lot he changed okay normally he's he's rather dark haired but um okay. through that time he tried out a lot i don't know okay. might be <laughs> he he was he was uh out of the castle's crew he was probably the one with the most style i think he was we we all had we all had crazy tricks going on for that time Mm -hmm. um, but the style was rather dirty, with two two exceptions, mm -hmm. <laughs> which was Marcel and Pjorn. They they were really, they really had style and tried to make things beautiful. And yeah, yeah, I remember that. Or I always wanted to go to Bowmasters and. And there was one time where I got like really close, like I was talking with a friend, but he was more like, he was a friend of a friend. So we knew each other, but we, uh, it was uh, Aljosha Lelling. Yeah. And uh, yeah, like we knew each other, but we weren't like 
hanging out uh, or anything. And he was like reasonably close. That would have been like I ride the train and he joins in at some point yeah. and then we continue the rest. And for some reason, he ended up going alone. And yeah, he was. So I never made it. He was around quite often. Also, besides yeah. from besides besides from the contest, also before before mm. the first contest, actually. Oh, there was actually there was a contest before the first Bowl Masters. Like yeah. like really really early, we said okay we uh, we need to organize an event. We need to do a contest, and we so we went to the local skate park and um, set up like. Like a how how's it called when you put wallpaper on the wall? A table uh, yeah, for that, yeah, you know these. Yeah, these. I I <laughs> actually had uh, had exactly the same table probably uh, for myself for my own part, which I always had to like put higher because it was yes. always too low. I had like a bunch of bricks that I would always stack on top and then put the table on there. And I like I literally threw that table away like two years ago. Like okay, it's crazy. longer than uh, than most fingerboards. <laughs> <laughs> crazy. Well, my first park was on such a table also, um, and we we put up that that table. And I think we already had better ramps. The first ramps, my first park that I built on such a table was completely out of shoe boxes and cardboard and stuff. And, um, yeah, so we put up a table like this, tent over it in case it rains. And I think there were nine starters. And I mean, we were a crew of six, you know, so, um, <laughs> actually none of us won. <laughs> uh, it was, it was Basti M, uh, winning, winning oh, yeah. that thing, but it was like, it was like, yeah, let's make a contest. And yeah, let's say, okay, so let's say in three weeks we do a contest. <laughs> so we posted it in, in whatever guest book, I think, figure skating the uh -huh. guest book or whatever. And um, Basti and a couple of friends of him were the only ones that came. Uh -huh. We built a trophy out of Lego. And that's <laughs> that was even before the first Bowmasters. And after that, we got into this concrete building thing and found a uh, found found a location in the woods, which was an old greenhouse. I think mm -hmm. the roof was completely there was no roof actually. We so we put up plastic sheets over it and yeah, basically found a place there to just to hang out for us for our friends for for mm. um by that time the the all the youth care of of uh of our village where we lived in was completely um they had given up youth care so okay. we had we had like normally we we had like the jugendzentrum um yeah, where you could club. go and hang out and this this thing got shut down mm. um and so basically we were the place where everybody would come and hang out. Oh, cool. So we we would regularly have parties with 40, 50 people up there, um, most of which had nothing to do with fingerboarding. Mm. And 
yeah, when we got more and more into this concrete building thing, we we built a bowl in there. You probably yeah. have seen pictures of it. It was yes. slightly yellow bowl, huge thing actually. Mm -hmm. In a park in front, and everybody, one, everyone who came around to visit, like LJ was there a couple of times. Um, the Pet River crew stopped by at some tours where they would like cross Castle um, and hang out there for for a night or two. Um, Martin Winkler was around often. Timo Lieben was around there often. Mm -hmm. um, And everyone like participated a bit in, in building up the parks, um, a bit more in optimizing everything. And yeah, building up the spot basically. We had we had like someone build a dirt bike park somewhere in the back. Um, we had an old camper van camper trailer that we found in the woods yeah. somewhere. We towed it there completely stripped it um and and built like a room to hang out if it rains right we had an old like fr from fairs some, some some beer wagon where you can serve beer mm -hmm. we put yeah. this thing up as a mobile bar and and um cool. winkler would have his bar in there and mix uh mm -hmm. white rations all night long yeah and Yeah, so at some point um, we decided that we do another contest um, on this and we want to do it on, on the concrete parks. Um, and that's how that's how Bowmasters was born. And the first one was yeah, complete chaos. Yeah, it was an infamous uh, an infamous contest back then. And it like thinking of it. I think it could even be that uh, that now I'm trying to remember things. There was definitely one time where I tried going to a contest and got like stuck on trains and had to go, go like back and forth because it wasn't like the train wasn't stopping where I needed it to stop and I had to track back and that that one didn't stop there. And but I don't think I was on the way to one. I think. My parents actually didn't allow me to go because I was like 14, 15, 16, like around that age. And I think it was that way that uh, my parents wanted to see pictures or anything uh, of where I was going. And they were like, no, you're not going there. <laughs> yeah. 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 That was, it was wild. It was wild. Um, Yeah, I also heard uh, heard a story of uh, someone, I can't remember who told that to me, but like a couple months ago, I think it was, someone told me that either they or a friend of them tried to uh, go to Bowl Monsters and couldn't find the spot. <laughs> that <laughs> and, happened to 80% of the people yeah. on the first Bowl Monsters. Um, and they uh, didn't have a way to reach you. And then randomly were into uh, like in a supermarket buying something and overheard other people talking about it. and i think those were uh, some of your people and uh, yeah i think that that's the way it got solved we, i think i think it was jan fröhlich but i'm not 100 sure i think he was might be that he was around 
Yeah, but, uh, uh, someone from that era. What I what I learned uh, years later, like really, really years later, is that that also Oli Blankenburg was there. Ah, I, I, I think Oli Blankenburg was uh, was it who told me that. That could be it. We but, we basically um, we basically spend um, spend hours before the contest running all over town collecting people that got lost. We should <laughs> randomly walk in the bigger streets <laughs> because we, we heard that and well we, we gave some instructions on where to walk and, mm -hmm. and people started asking people where's Amhut? That's how we call the, the, the yeah. location ourselves. Where's Amhut? And nobody knew what, what Hood was. Yeah. Um, and the contest itself was pure chaos, right? We had yeah, no I, real, I heard that. <laughs> we had no real uh, a concept of it. We had, we, had, we had quite some prizes because we had found some sponsors, like more local skate shops from all around the area that we oh, asked. Cool. Um, and we had at some point we had the finals and said like yeah let's do like just session you just mm -hmm. ride and we just judge okay so yeah. let's say eight minutes <laughs> and uh, it ended up being 20 minutes or something and we just said okay uh, well someone yeah, Vince won. <laughs> I think Vince won. <laughs> yeah, so, sounds pretty much like I uh, heard it uh, being back then. And and fun fact is that uh, the first contest was actually the, the 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 last thing that ever happened at this location. Um, as I said, we had quite some wild parties before. And then we had that contest and uh, Sunday, everything was cool. And on Monday morning, we would sit there having breakfast in the sun and uh, the police came and shut the whole thing down. <laughs> they came around like, yeah, well, we were told by the neighbors that you were doing illegal things. And, uh yeah they shut the whole thing down we had we then had uh one week to clear everything to rip everything off and um leave the place yeah <laughs> and mm. put a, put a huge tent around it we left the concrete parks we built into uh the thing itself we left then and i i went there a couple of years later to to check if it still was around it was still pretty okay, but I think by now it's all gone. Mm. I mean, sad to hear, but a cool story of a location. Like, yeah, would have loved to <laughs> to visit it, but De yeah, definitely, it and, it, and it it obviously it didn't make us stop. You know, we found a new location, yeah. and um, honestly, I don't remember. When exactly the first Bowl Masters was? Mm. If it was like I don't know, two thousand five, possibly, maybe six. I don't know. Yeah, sounds about right. Like that was the time that I really started like traveling to go to uh, 
contests and was like barely old enough and yeah. Yes, and we, I mean, we, we, we basically, as I said, we found a new location on the other part of, of, of the village. Um, and it was a bit more official. Like we, we really talked with the guys owning, uh, owning the area and, um, had kind of like a permission to, to do whatever we want. As long as we care a little bit um, about the place, so it doesn't completely grow. Um, mm, yeah, it doesn't like overgrow I mean, with vines and stuff. It was it was right in the middle of the woods, you know. Um, yeah. I just last week I found. Um, I don't know if it was the first um, fingerboarder magazine. It was the first issue of that. I don't know. There was an article about the second Bowmasters contest, which probably was. Yeah, I think I quit. I think I quit right before the uh, Fingerboard magazine. Like I, I obviously know about it, but I wasn't around for the first issue. But I remember thinking about making one myself because I come from like a agency and graphic design background, and my dad is a publisher, so I had like connections. And he was like, "Yeah, no." <laughs> not not worth it like <laughs> uh, as i said i found i found this this magazine last week and um uh, uh hansen wrote in the article that he later tried to find the location and couldn't see nothing but treetops that's what it was right like yeah, right in the okay. middle of the of, 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 of the forest and um Actually, my sister bought the house right next to it uh, last year, two years ago. Um, <laughs> but, well, as I said, we had to tear uh, that location down to, I think, uh -huh. 2014 or something. But until that, then we had we had really good times there, building up everything a bit more, bit more sturdy, everything. Like, we had a real... Now, nah, let's not call it a real roof, but... You had something over your head. We had something that wouldn't fall off as soon as a bit of wind blew. Uh, build a little bar, and we had a little. We really had a little um, house there, with uh, actually also with an oven in it, um, that wouldn't poison us if we lit it up. We had also had an oven in the first one, but we built it in ourselves, and it wasn't wasn't good. With like no ventilation and stuff, and well, we 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 lit the fire, and within <laughs> fifteen minutes, you couldn't see the other side of the room. Um, yeah, and all that got better in the second location. <laughs> <laughs> and we built like things in the trees where you can sit in, and and uh, flattened everything so we can have a big. Uh, a bigger event space and, and all of that. Um, and then had, I think we had three more Bowmasters in that location. I think it was four in total. Uh, and the event grew bigger and bigger each and every time, right? With people, um, with Black River coming and bringing, bringing bowls and rams. And uh, we had a Red Bull event on 
one of them, I think. Manual pet event thingy. Yeah. Crazy time. Cool. Yeah. Yeah, I, I think I jo- uh, I stopped like right before like the whole thing like really got going because I quit in like 2007. So, yeah. Yeah, yeah that's, that's, that's got to be the time when I think the... F- Second Bowmasters was two thousand eight, I think. Okay, so might 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 be eight. Yeah, but <laughs> I might be wrong. All these, yeah. all these, I've so many really good memories from 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 back then, from all those fingerboarding times. Mm. Um, but I don't remember when what happened. It's all like it's it's uh, yeah. It's a time span of ten years, maybe more. That yeah. All of this happened, but I couldn't. I couldn't set it in, in any order that makes sense or is true or whatever. Yes, similar for me. And I, I like by now I pieced together most of it because I uh, like from talking to so many people from back in the day was like, yeah, okay. I remember my first contest was in 2004, and this one was after that, and Fast Fingers was the same year, and there was like this Black River thing here, and this contest there, and oh yeah, and Fabi did something, and like uh, Barreo where well went, and like I roughly know most of it, but <laughs> even still, with all the preparation that I've done by this point, it's still sometimes <laughs> hard to pinpoint because yeah. <laughs> it was like. 50 years ago plus. Yeah, sure. Yeah, it's also like, like that. We were kids back then. Sure. Like. Sure. And, and, well, I mean, we were a bit older. Like, as I said, like the, the main... What what, uh, what year were you, you born? Because I think we're around the same age. Uh, I'm born in 1985. And I'm 87, so... Yeah. 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 Yeah, so by by the time it all was like really, really big, like two thousand three was crazy. If I remember well, was the the big, the big German Championship Series where you would have a contest every yeah. weekend. I think that was two thousand three. Yes, yes, because two thousand four, uh, the German Championship was one event, and yeah. that one was in Freiburg, and that was my first contest. Yeah, because I. Uh, I named the uh, named the trick for that. Uh, what's <laughs> called the fear mark flip. That's why I remember it was 04. And what what's the fear yeah. mark flip? Tell me about it. I, I, I um, heard it. it, it yeah, it, it was uh, some something I came up with. It was a uh, uh, I did it on a uh, on a like can't remember it was if it was already a big mini or just a big mama. It was definitely out of a uh, out of a mini ramp ish thing. So it was a uh, front finger one and a half impossible to like uh, fake a truck stand to like turn around uh, do like a 180 thing with your hand and then do like a one and a half front finger impossible back into the quarter pipe Sound- like a like a yeah like an arm twister sort of thing I think I think I even remember <laughs> seeing this um, somewhere yeah it, it like <laughs> It was a thing I was known for, but even back then it was like a like today you would you would call it a meme trick. Like <laughs> even, even I knew. Like it was just like some funny thing that I that looked 
like interesting ish, but yeah, wasn't really. I think yeah. I think I've seen it, but I never heard uh, the the film. Yeah, it, <laughs> sounds good. Yeah, it, it was like uh, like I I don't think anyone other than me ever did that trick, and I I'm not even sure if I told other people that it's that I coined it that way, but that's why I remember that that contest was in '04 because I it was for because. Uh, for anyone not from Germany, like in 2001, if I remember correctly, we got rid of the uh, old currency, which was the D-Mark. And after that, we got the Euro, which is the European uh, currency. And uh, if you would say you have like one Euro in the old currency would be one Mark. So in 04, it would be the Fiat Mark. And yeah, that, <laughs> that's the explanation of any non-German people here. Yes, yeah, right. In, in 2004, it was in Freiburg, and in 2003, the finale was in Freiburg as well, I think. I, I, I think I think so, but uh, there I couldn't go or couldn't allow to or whatever. And there was like a total of, I don't know how many contests it was. It was it was quite a series a of contests all over Germany. Yeah. And I think actually only the first in Munich and the last in Freiburg were the ones that I didn't go back oh, there okay. and somewhere in between this castle lost must have formed. formed because because i remember like the first one before i know i'm missing a whole year in my <laughs> i don't know but before that and also the first one there uh which was in frankfurt i think um mm-hmm. or the second one of the series the first one that i went um, we were just like the three of us, maybe, maybe also another friend to fill up the weekend ticket or something. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, but, but I was, remember those trips. But, but there was not the whole gang, and I remember that 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 on another contest of this series in Hamburg, it was the craziest of our Kasselos trips. It was like huge we we were i think we traveled there with 16 people so we had jesus we had three weekend tickets uh plus one that always had to be hiding when <laughs> when some controlling guy came so, I, I did something like that for uh for a festival once for wacken which was yeah. like 16 hour train ride with like 15 people ish but never or 16 but never with for a fingerboard contest didn't know that many people that were fingerboarding like in real life back then. No, most of them weren't fingerboarding. They were. Uh, okay. They, they just were, came along for a ride, or tried some people that uh, that that came for for skateboarding because the the, the mm-hmm. contest was held in the Ipunt Skatehalle. Um, ah, okay. And they were also like friends who just came for drinking. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, it was it was a crazy it was a crazy thing, and I. We met, we met on Friday night because we we had to take the last tram that went to Kassel, or that mm-hmm. that, that went from Kassel to 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 Helsau, to Kassel Ost. We had to take the last tram back, but it all only went like half of the way, and then had to walk through the whole town to the train station to catch the first train at like five a.m. to drive to Hamburg, join the contest. 
and take like the last train that was would go to Kassel um, back like at I don't know eight or nine p.m. to be back in Kassel at two a.m. just to have missed the last tram to Helsa uh. and then go into the club and party until the morning. <laughs> <laughs> so we can go back home so we basically yeah. it was completely crazy uh, completely crazy experience I think at this point we uh, should maybe explain the name uh, to anyone who isn't from Germany because I think every German speaker from Germany can piece together what that why the tr uh, name exists but if we could <laughs> roughly explain what it means and why it gets made um Why we chose it, I don't. I don't remember. Um, Castle Ost is basically the highway exit if you want to go to Helsa, where we where we live. It's it's close to Kassel, um, which is pretty uh, central in Germany. Yeah, um, pretty much the center, and, like the geographical yeah, center. Pretty much the the, the center, and um, well, obviously it's a bit east of it. So the 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 highway exit is called Castle uh, Ost. And yeah, that's where where you would leave uh, to 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 drive into the woods if you uh, travel there by car. <laughs> yeah, still uh, drive past that uh, that highway exit uh, every year. Yeah, because uh, I make like uh, I have a bunch of weird hobbies, and uh, one of them is uh, live action role play. And the big event that I always go to is. Uh, in Diemelstadt, uh, which is close to Kassel. Yeah. And I, uh, since I come from Berlin, we always uh, come from the east, so I always see the Kassel Ost exit and always uh, am reminded of uh, those <laughs> times. <laughs> like, even when I just hear Kassel, like, it's the first thing that comes to mind. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, so I think now is a great time to jump into a section that I would like to, uh, or that I like to call rapid fire, even though it isn't anything but rapid. Um, so the way this works is I will ask you a bunch of questions and we'll try to get through them like rather quickly. But if we spend a bit time on one of those or uh, a few of these questions, I don't mind at all. So yeah, okay, that's pretty much the premise <laughs> of it. Um, so, first question is, uh, what's your favorite wheels? Uh, Winkler Big Daddies. I, I remember you being on the Winkler uh, team back then, so... Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> that, that would have been one of my guesses. Uh, <laughs> what's your favorite back and shape? Um, it's Berlin Wood, classic shape. Uh, the extra white, the uh, 33.3. 34, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. Recently, I've been riding um, the, the seven-ply, the, the Black River uh, seven-ply mm -hmm. power yeah. pop. Um, I have one of those as well, yeah. Which is, shape-wise, it's pretty, it's deep. pretty similar. It's it's a bit, yeah, it's, it's, it's rather deep. I used to ride um, mellower shapes back then. But somehow, yeah, got old and lazy and need a bit deeper, deeper shapes. Have, but... you, have you tried picking up like one of the old decks once in a while, like a 26 millimeter? Um, 
Yeah. Yeah, I did, but I couldn't quite. Yeah, it's I just it just isn't the same anymore. It just like... isn't. It, it, maybe if I if I if I set it up with like 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 proper working wheels, maybe. But, but maybe that's it, not how it was back then. Maybe it, it would work. I mean, the wheels, the setups, the, the old setups that I got got laying around, like also twenty nine millimeter setups, I've got, got laying around here. They lay around for years, and so the wheels don't work really good anymore. They yeah. got wet at some point, um, mm. whatever. So maybe with proper wheels, I don't know. I'm sometimes I'm switching between the 34 and 32 millimeter. Um, mm. That works pretty good, but um, I think 34 or like 33.3. Um, yeah, the thirty-three point three is also my sweet spot. Like it's it's, uh, it's, it's, it's it's a perfect size. Yeah, I think so as well. Um, what's the favorite trick on flat? On flat, uh, three sixty flip probably. And what's the favorite trick on an obstacle? Say frontside board slide. That's like the first hmm. trick I I do when I when I. Like like walk up to to any like curb or, or rail. Mm -hmm. Probably going to be frontside board side. Um, how much do you still ride today? Actually, almost every day. Oh, but that's cool to hear. Um, well, sometimes just for a minute or two. Like, yeah. you know, I got I got a setup. At home, I got it set up in the living room. I got it set up in in, in the office, and um, if there's any time to kill or something stressing me, fingerboarding for me is pretty much also meditation. And so when when yeah. when, when there has been a lot going on, um, I would just pick it up and I could also like. Just do frontside board sides for five minutes or ten, mm. or whatever. <laughs> right. um, yeah, when when I'm like, especially during home office time, where it doesn't bother anyone else. Like when I'm thinking about a problem or thinking about something at work, like I catch myself doing nolly flips, like without even looking or thinking about it. Like <laughs> exactly, uh, uh, like staring at my computer screen and just doing something with my hand. Like, yeah. <laughs> yeah, just like that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, what's your favorite song right now? That's a tough one. There's so and the running joke here is that I probably have never heard of it. That's well, I couldn't. I couldn't right in the moment. Which with what's Danger Dan is is um, pretty. We listen to it pretty regularly. Um, That's actually uh, someone I know. Right, right now. Apart from that, like really favorite song. I don't know if I really have one. Um, yeah, that's good enough. Um, outdoor or indoor fingerboarding? I do more indoor, obviously. Um, I love finding spots. Mm. I love finding spots and and. Um, But I think, like, like for real, comfortable fingerboarding and and trying maybe 
even try new tricks or whatever, it's going to be indoor, I think. <laughs> mm. Yeah, like indoor is more for like figuring stuff out and like having a good time for yourself. And outdoor is like, for me, it's always, I, I never go out alone searching for spots outside. It's always like meeting with like a few people and ha having a mission going somewhere where we haven't been and see if we find something. Yeah. Or notice like one spot on the way and try to find something on the way there. Yeah. Uh, what do you do for a living? I'm a photographer. I, um, I'm an advertising photographer, advertising and industry. Uh, yeah, that's it. <laughs> oh, cool. Uh, what's your favorite obstacle? Um, I think for the last month or so, I just rode uh, a curb that I actually found on my way from work. Uh, like, Those are like the best curves. Some, someone, someone <laughs> threw out his entire bathroom, and I don't know, I think it was like supposed to be under the mirror or something. Mm -hmm. It's pretty long, actually, like half a meter or something. Uh, oh, so it's yeah, curb, curb, manual pad, granite, perfect. Um, I mean, and those are the best kind of obstacles, found, like something you just find. Found some, some, uh, grabbed some pallets to put under to make it a bit more higher, or maybe a bit, like, yeah. Uh, uh, yeah. Pointing up or something. And, and uh -huh. That's like, actually. That's all I write for the last month, basically. Yeah, yeah. I I always have like a curb like on my desk, like in arm's reach. Like, yeah. it's perfect like desk obstacle. I sometimes sometimes I think like, oh yeah, a nice rail would be cool, but honestly, I don't have one. <laughs> I don't. I also do have a, a rail like. It always switches between a rail and a curb. I mostly have, have the curb, but sometimes I have a rail, but it's like one of the high Black River ones, like not the low ones that, that, as they would be today. It's yeah. like a like 10 centimeter high one. Yeah. <laughs> the, the good old. Oh, and, and I, and I, what I, what I absolutely love um, is my old big mini. Um, yeah. But I, I, um, I actually don't know. I got this thing like for 15 years, I think. And yeah. probably eight of, out of these 15 years, it was just hanging on the wall and I was always too lazy to take it down. <laughs> uh, uh, since we we moved into a new uh, apartment a year ago and found a place for it. And since then, I'm, I'm riding this again and i really love it put lots of extensions on it together with nick back in the days um nick Hatzel, yeah 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 exactly um, yeah i think that's also a name that people from our generation know but uh, i think people from today mostly haven't okay. heard of him like he stepped out pretty um, yeah. pretty early sadly yeah you remember having a, a like a very long session with Martin Winkler until like like at one of the fast trainings until like two in the morning or something like that. 
on the uh, on the wood bowl that uh, Nick Herzog built. That was a crazy. Remember. That was a crazy yeah. night. I was there when he built it. We were. Uh, yeah, I think it was the contest like after he built it. Like yeah, yeah. yeah we it were, was rather new at that point. We were in when I wrote it in Wunsiedl at the the summer party. Um, mm -hmm. Was that where the mini ramp, the outdoor mini ramp with the like wall extension was? Yeah. Or? Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. I, I've never been there, but. Yeah, and, and all those and, and all those uh, stone fingerboard parks. Um, yes, uh, I I did get uh, no, I never got to ride those. Yeah, the the big one, like the one out of one piece of stone. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, this, I, one. this and he also built a uh, a bowl back then. Um, mm -hmm. I don't know where this thing is, and the guy who who did these. Um, He lives there in Wunsiedel with mm -hmm. the, the mini ramp and stuff. And he always uh, threw, threw these summer parties. And on one of these parties, Nick was there like, yeah, well, let's, 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 build, let's build a bowl out of... We, we ran around and tried to find something to build a park at. Uh, uh, at first I helped, and, but he... He just went all night with a chainsaw and stuff. Yeah, really crazy. Uh, and picked it yeah, with a I've hammer. Seen and pictures. Like, but uh, yeah, uh, that, that's that's a super rad story. Because after seeing that, I also tried uh, building one out of stone. Yeah, uh, like for a school project. Because we had like a big art area, and uh, I like someone helped me picking out like a stone that was much heavier than I could lift, <laughs> and I. I chipped away, like literally chipped away at that thing for like more than half a year. And one night in winter, I came into school the next morning and it was like a big crack running through oh, the shit. main thing because water got in there and it froze and yeah, oh, just shit. cracked the whole thing. Yeah. But yeah, that, that was basically the, the inspiration for it. Seeing, yeah. uh, seeing first the wood bowl and then the, the big stone thing. I can't remember if I actually wrote that stone thing. I don't think it was ever at one of the fast fingers, correct? I don't think, think it was. I, I, I think it Where, always was in Wunsiedel, except uh, one time except they moved the, it to the ISPO. Yeah, and that as well as the, uh, as the German championship that we talked about earlier, uh, both of them are in fast finger, uh, in pissing fingers, if people want to check that out. In the first one, I think, right? Yeah, I uh, think so. Or the second, I, I, I don't know. I, I, I think the I think the championship one is in Pissing Fingers 1, and I think the the one with the stone park is in uh, Pissing Fingers 2. And I remember uh, uh, that uh, Boris Dicci does uh, on attack deck a switch heel uh, frontside no slide down the big stone no, thing. Yeah, that was crazy. And, and <laughs> in, in like 2000 four ish on a 26 millimeter tech deck with skate grip like that trick <laughs> that trick is tough today like yeah i haven't landed one yet <laughs> which heel is a... no <laughs> no way yeah. <laughs> i i'm glad that i can somehow i learned to to do switch heel flips like, yeah same. kind of um yeah. works big i haven't better. landed Yeah, I haven't landed one into a grind yet. Like, I have landed, like, nolly heel uh, frontside lip slide. 
yeah. but uh, that's the only like in, that's, into something that I landed. That's but like Nolly Hill five O is like one of my dream tricks or the Nolly Hill uh, switch heel no slide, but that's impossible. <laughs> <laughs> um, I think the next question lines up quite well: uh, co concrete, wood, or granite? A tough one as well. Um, granite grinds crazy. It's super good. I think apart from that, uh, I prefer wood, actually. Okay. Yeah, I think it, it depends a lot of uh, what wheels you're riding. Sure. And with uh, like slippery wheels, like you're, you're preferring uh, winkless, wood is usually uh, much more preferable for the slippy, uh, slippier wheels. Yeah. So yeah, it makes it, sense. It depends on on how it's how it's uh, how it's finished. Also, there's great yes, yes. there's great concrete uh, 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 things. And once where you can like see the pores, and, there, like... and there's the stuff we built back then. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I, and also, sure, with the wheels, you know, um, I've got somewhere I got a setup with the oak wheels. Um, mm -hmm. These are perfect on concrete. Right. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. Do you have uh, hobbies outside of fingerboarding? Well, I'm self-employed and I got three kids. Yeah, <laughs> so, I think that's, that's, so, that's pretty uh, much. <laughs> basically, uh, I've learned to find joy in the things that must that must be done, and so I can like, well, do the laundry and enjoy it, or uh, like clean the house and um, <laughs> yeah, you're posting, uh, posting a bunch of like uh, recipes and stuff yeah on yeah um, yeah that was during the first lockdown i i also i enjoy cooking i love cooking i love uh yeah doing doing these things and yeah during the first lockdown where like usually i i posted um like insights to my work Mm, yeah, I remember well, seeing that. When work stopped, well, I was like, okay, mm -hmm. so, well, what do I post in my Insta stories? Um, <laughs> I'm, well, I, I love cooking. Why not uh, share this? I, I had made a cookbook uh, for my wife earlier and was like, oh, okay, cool. well, in this style, I could probably, maybe also, I don't know, I wanted to find something to, to maybe inspire people. Mm -hmm. um, and yeah, show this. It actually got got better feedback than showing insights to my work. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I think I think it's just much more relatable. I, like probably, yeah. probably this. Uh, yeah. But at some point, I got I got bored with that. Um, mm -hmm. Honestly, yeah. I noticed that at some point you stopped. And. Yeah. Um, then I started posting posting fingerboard uh, uh, videos actually a bit more. Mm -hmm. That was also around yeah, the time that know. I that I picked it up more on a more regular, almost daily basis. Um, yeah. Before it would be present everywhere, but like not like really. I would take take a minute of two or five. I mean, it, it doesn't take more. The edits that I posted lately don't take more than like five ten minutes uh film a couple of things maybe maybe take another five or ten minutes uh, the next day and film a couple of more tricks and 
Yeah. Yeah, th those are the kinds of videos I never do. Like, if I film something, I film it with like my GoPro ish camera. Oh. And, and uh, it usually involves me like setting up a bunch of like uh, lights everywhere. And like, it's a whole process. Mm. And uh, then editing it on my uh, computer. So I either post nothing other than setup pictures for like months. <laughs> Then post like one video and then like four months go by and I post something else. But if I post something, usually a lot of work goes into it. I, I, I thought about like maybe filming a proper part or something. Would be dope. But um, I don't know. I mean, I've got all the tech there, right? I've got a full photo yeah. studio with lights and everything sure. and cameras. Sure. But, like you, could, um, you could make it look really good. But but in the end, I don't know. I'm not I'm not the super consistent fingerboarder. Um, but that's the thing about filming. No one knows how long it takes. And, and like, yeah, but then I get then I get frustrated and bored, right? And so yeah, I, okay. I rather and as I as I said, um, the style and that hasn't really changed. I mean, I'm trying to. I'm not the guy with the crazy tricks anymore. But you, but you do have like one one signature trick that I never have seen anyone else do. Uh, kickflip indie, if I kick, remember correct. The kickflip indie. Well, there, there are people that do it. Um, yeah, I but think I was probably well, the first or but, one of the first ones. Um, yeah, there yeah, there, ha there has been quite some 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 tricks that um, that were like I had changing signature tricks. <laughs> like I, okay. um, that, that's the one I remember. That that that's one of them. Uh, a backside heel flip. I remember that 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 okay. everybody was crazy about me doing backside heel flips. Uh, <laughs> now, like today, it's like such a like everyone. Yeah. At, uh, like everyone that goes to the Aussie Berlin shop can probably do a backside heel flip. Yeah. Yeah, but that was like two thousand. Yeah, back then five yeah. five or something. I remember the first. Yeah. The first trailer, and that wasn't just me. Like that was the whole crew. The first, the first yeah. uh, trailer for the for the Castle Ost video um, was, I think it was way back to two thousand four or five, and and everybody would do crazy tricks. Like uh, mm. Marcel had like it was this like River Fun Box with the two handrails. Uh, you mean the uh, curb cut too? Yeah, yeah, I think. I think that was yeah like, yeah it's it was my favorite obstacle back then because I uh, loved doing rail flips yeah, yeah. and yeah, with uh, the, it, it was perfect for that with the, like the high the high round rails really yeah. high <laughs> and and you could like you could like because uh, because it launches you up so high yeah. you can <laughs> yeah. really really like reach the rail like from the top and sure. it made it much easier to uh, spin around. Sure. And I, I even uh, I even built a ramp uh, for a friend of mine, who I actually can't even remember the name of. But yeah, I traded him like a whole whole stair set with London Gap that I built with grass and everything for one of the rails that he pulled <laughs> off of his curb tattoo. Yeah, crazy. <laughs> and, and he did he did like a, a kickflip impossible which was like the signature flip of Boris Dici Ooh. and he did yeah. he did this on this ramp he did this to I think to a nose grind 
which was that, that, that's a spicy one. Which which was completely <laughs> crazy. The other yeah. the other trick in that trailer was from uh, Marvin Kim, who did um, on a quarter pipe or a bank with with Ray on top or something. He did like like the one you you mentioned earlier. He did this frontside impossible with the cross finger landing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, in a cross finger plant and flipped out of this to fake it into the bank completely. <laughs> I don't know how uh, how this works. Um, yeah. And I think in that trailer, I had like a heel flip frontside no slide or something. So, but all like, as I said, the only one who really had had style and made it look beautiful was Marcel and, and, and Björn. Mm-hmm. And that basically didn't change. So if you look, if you, if the quality of the video is too good, you could see how how ugly my tricks are. <laughs> so, so I rather, I rather like like film ten minutes, fifteen minutes uh, with my phone, edit it mm-hmm. in ten and fifteen minutes on my phone, uh-huh. and then post it in Insta Story, and it's gone within a day. <laughs> <laughs> and and I much rather spend like uh, I know like uh, I filmed a video like half a year ago uh, called Obsession where it basically did one trick in every variation I could do on like one specific obstacle like in a, on four spots in my park and uh, the first one was a tray flip to uh, to like blunt slides yeah. like tray flip front side blunt slide and I did a uh, tray flip frontside no slide down a handrail. Crazy. Uh, it it sounds much like it was much more painful than it sounds. <laughs> I think people who haven't tried it uh, look at it like, yeah, that's nothing special. But for me, uh, it took like three sessions of filming it for more than half an hour. So the whole trick yeah. took probably between one and a half and two hours. And because I much rather spend the time and have one trick that looks decent and then just go on yeah. that's that's for me that's 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 where it's where where, where the fun basically ends right i mean sure mm. sure um you're proud when you land the trick yeah. but for me fingerboarding is always about about fun and like mm. rather doing the things you can and um if i spend too much time on the trick i don't know i yeah yeah, I mean, everyone is different. Yeah, in that everyone regard. has different approaches to that, I guess. Yeah, yeah. Uh, do you prefer Nolly switch regular or fakie? Regular, definitely. <laughs> Simply because I can't. <laughs> do, I I'm not very good at switch and Nolly. Um, when I'm just like riding riding the big mini or riding a bowl, if I get to ride one, um, then I really love like cruising switch. Like slashing, oh, okay. switch feebles, switch tail slides. I think that that's the only time where I don't enjoy switch. That's like in a bowl. Like I'm much ra- like I pretty much only do regular and fakie stuff because I really like doing like a fakie big spin uh, to like a, a rock and roll or yeah. yeah, like those kinds of tricks. But not like switch switch slashes or there, there yeah. I, I change a lot but but i really enjoy riding switch um but a flat well 
as I said, it's about the fun, and Switch fr just frustrates yeah. me so hard <laughs> because I can't really write Switch. Um, I, I think a lot of people can relate, <laughs> and, and I think you you being around in in the game for so long, uh, like, because some some people pick up Switch very fast, and some just never really get used to it. So no worries. Like some of the great ones even struggle with it like tky still hates switch and mm. yeah yeah um do you have a favorite fingerboard video i don't know i think i've like we were quarantined um for two weeks lately there i watched a lot of basically i watched all the pissing fingers um I rewatch them on a regular basis, I, like every like once um, a year. Like I have, I have crazy uh, memories, but maybe they're exaggerated. Um, for the old, was it called Fingers of Fury? Which was yeah, like, yeah. like I don't know, was it nineteen ninety nine or something? Two thousand. I, I, I remember seeing that. I remember seeing that, and it was before I like got properly into the scene. And uh, apart from that, I, I, um, but I haven't rewatched it in years. Mm. And apart from that, uh, there's one or two like shorter YouTube parts that I really, really, really liked. Mm. Um, but I don't remember <laughs> which, yeah, which one it was. Do you know, do you know if the Castle Lost video is on YouTube? Unfortunately, uh, it isn't completely. There are um, several parts are on YouTube. Okay. Um, but also not not every part, and all the trailers are also gone. Um, no, I, I think I still got the DVD somewhere. Um, but on YouTube, well, yeah. there's just several yeah. certain parts. Yeah. Yeah, I'm not sure if I had the DVD. I could swear that. When I, I could swear that when I bought my uh, Castle of Spurlewood that I also bought the DVD, but I can't remember like having it somewhere. Like I can only remember thinking about buying it, and I think I did, but that's pretty much all I remember. <laughs> <laughs> I barely remember the uh, the Afrobeat World uh, DVD, and I still have that today. <laughs> and, I vaguely remember ever seeing it, but I, I loved, I, I loved, watched it countless. I loved his videos. Uh, I, I really loved them. Um, yeah, uh, like a while ago, he unearthed like some some clips from that time period, uh, where uh, and we uploaded them to YouTube. And there great. was also one one in like a very shitty quality, but uh, it's uh, Valerie Müller doing a triple impossible. Oh yeah, um, I remember that one. <laughs> yeah, I remember. Um, I remember uh, watching him trying it. Actually, it yeah, Vala yeah, was uh, was around all the time back then. Yeah, like he yeah, was. He was everywhere. Yeah, yeah. I remember talking to him because he was, uh, I think, the first one who uh, built a big mini uh, by himself, and I built one as well. And we were talking about that back and forth because right. he was building it out of concrete, I was building it out of wood. And it was like, 
right after it released, like very early on. Yeah. And, yeah. Um, if you could get one Black River Park, which would it be? And you can just describe it because none of us <laughs> knows the the numbers too often. If a real park, I guess it's gonna be one of the newer ones. Like, mm-hmm. like, do you know the one where where there's um, this L-shaped uh, brick wall on it? It's an L-shaped brick wall on top of a quarter pipe. I really love that park. I don't know. It's I one of the I last. Do. It's one of the last fast fingers parks, I guess. Oh yeah, I, um, could it be that? It was, I think it was the one, uh, I think it was the one uh, for Aussie number 10. Like or, either that or, or that. the successor uh, to that. But yeah, there was like a quarter pipe that's basically a hip. Yeah, yeah. And on top there's like a brick. Yeah, exactly, that exactly around. that one. Yeah. I, I really love that. Yeah. With the like blue handrails and... Might be, might be. It yeah. was so crowded that I only got to ride that one spot, but I loved it. <laughs> It also got... Yeah, that, that, that's the fast figure. Yeah, <laughs> sure. <laughs> yeah, sure. But apart from that, I I would uh, really love. Actually, I would really love to have just a just a playground. Um, because because yeah. you know when I when I hear I usually ride on my desk or whatever, so I only got got like a limited space or just just one obstacle that I ride back and forth. And then it mm. then then the playground is just perfect with like quarter pipes on both ends, so you can really ride lines. Yeah. Um, yeah, I think I would I would I think I would prefer that to 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 a proper park. Yeah. Um, that brings me basically to the next question, or that one is already answered, which would usually go if you prefer a flat ground with an obstacle or a park. And I think for the playground sure. is basically for sure flat ground with an obstacle. Uh, heel flip or kick flip? I'm trying a little bit to get to get my heel flips a bit better under control, and I think heel flips feel good. I mean, kick flips are for me. They don't. Kick, they feel awful. Kick, I mean, kickflip is the safer way <laughs> in the end. And, yeah. and that way, you know, a bit less frustrating, a bit more fun. Um, but, yeah, I think kickflip over heel flip, but heel flips are cool. <laughs> so uh, the next question is uh, for someone who's been around as long as you have. Like, there's, I think there's only three ways for you to answer. Either it's impossible to answer... Or you answer with a bunch of things, or it's uh, the obvious answer. <laughs> so, uh, who's your favorite fingerboarder? Oh, that's hard. Yeah, uh, I know. <laughs> that's hard. But I think um, most well, there's so many names. I th- I, but I think uh, uh, you, you can mention a few if you want. Uh, Nick and Jay. Stand out, I mean, stand out with their style. And they were the like the, the style. They were like the style. Uh, like Nick Hatsuk was basically the first one who I saw riding that had like a distinctive style and focused yeah. much more on it looking good rather than 
us who were doing like impossible stuff and doing like weird <laughs> yeah, yeah, sure. or or like kickflips uh onto like the the big thing in the old g3 park which was like 30 centimeters high we would do like <laughs> kickflip from flat into the nose grind or like yeah <laughs> yeah i think nick and, and nick was nick and jay like are pretty good yeah yeah that's those are good picks um uh, what was your first event? It was Fast Fingers, as I said, I think four. Yeah. yeah. I think it was the four. But I don't. And and then it started like, I mean, then it started the, to to. The whole event scene was growing. There were more and more and more events, and I basically also started to be everywhere. Mm-hmm. Almost like except card school <laughs> for some reason yeah. I don't know. Um, yeah, I think those those like two years that you are older than me make like a huge difference because like I only got to go to the contests that I really wanted to go once I got my car, yeah. which I only got at nineteen, uh, so quite late for for living in, in the, like a village in Germany because <laughs> sure. there you, you need a car as soon as you can definitely but yeah i think those those two years uh are like the reason why you got to go on so many events back then and why i was like still trying to get my parents to permit me to go onto a train for like two days and yeah yeah my, get home whatever my, my parents were, were were pretty cool about that also, but I mean, by the time that I think you it, you going with friends probably helped also. Like might, I would always travel alone. Might and, might be, it yeah. might be. Um, yeah. But I mean, when when it all started to go really crazy, that 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 we were like every weekend somewhere else. By that time, I was like eighteen, and like yeah. Well, they would just ask, yeah. "Well, wait, where are you going?" Weren't you there last week? No, I was just also fingerboarding last week. But, <laughs> um, but they were quite cool about this, right? They were like, yeah, cool. yeah okay, go there, do it, yeah. have fun. Yeah. yeah, I think there are worse things to do as a kid. Sure. <laughs> I mean, I'm also um, lucky they don't know what uh, happened there. What, what, Some events, what went but... Down. Yeah. Um, I will break the next question up into two questions okay. uh, for you. So uh, the first one uh, will be, uh, what's your favorite food to eat? Well, that's hard because I, <laughs> I love food. <laughs> um, <laughs> I think it's something with grilled veggies. Yeah. Veggies, yeah. maybe a steak to that, <laughs> something nice. like that. And what's the favorite food to cook? Um, like go to dish, or that's that's also tough. Um, I really enjoy um, uh, making making vegan twists to to classic uh, dishes. Um, I think my favorite thing to cook is is burgers from scratch. I'm uh, actually going to do that in a couple of days of like baking baking bread yeah. and everything. Yeah, like like 
prepared really? a Got a pretty crazy uh, sourdough burger bun recipe that takes two days. <laughs> ah, yeah. I, I wouldn't mind you passing that along to you because I still have some uh, sourdough and like some sourdough starter in the fridge. Yeah, I, I could, I could, could give you the recipe. <laughs> And I think that's how people know that we've grown old. And <laughs> we talk about sourdough yeah. recipes. <laughs> yeah. Um, do you have a favorite skateboarder? I remember there was that back in the days. I was pretty crazy about uh, Jason Dill. I remember that name, but. Don't remember who he wrote for. Um, who did he write for? Alien Workshop, I think. I don't know. Um, mm -hmm. He had he had a really good part with a really good song also. Um, yeah, that's how I discovered a lot of music back then. Sure, that's still my favorite playlist. The and, favorite playlist and is Tony, packed with uh, with with uh, tracks from skate videos. <laughs> and and Tony Hawk Pro Skater too, like. Still the best soundtrack in video game Def history. Definitely. <laughs> definitely. Jason Dill and... Well, there are so many good skateboarders. There are so many. But he was... I remember that that that, that he also influenced... He did a lot of stuff with no comply and, and, and reverts and stuff. Um... I don't remember the yeah. other guys. There was there was another one that 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 also I I really enjoyed. Brand Ashley. Now I know it. Brand Ashley. He wrote for. That was that quite a bit later. Um, he I think he wrote for Element, and he he had a very flowy style of writing bowls. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah, makes makes sense. Yeah. Yeah, I, I always uh, loved Atrazali back then. Yeah, he was... Just a, like, brutal, like, yeah, throwing yourself down something style, but yeah. <laughs> um, do you prefer loose, tight, or medium trucks? Um, I would say medium, but every time... Everyone says medium. <laughs> every time I, uh, I, I compare with others... I think the, the the right answer will probably be way harder. Um, that, that's how it how it usually goes. Like most people that say they ride medium ride rather hard. I, I think I'm in that category as well. Like, uh, it it yeah. needs to, to to be a bit turny, but I don't don't like it when it shakes. <laughs> so, yeah, um, yeah, same. I I have a friend where it rattles when you shake it. Like, I can't ride yeah. that. Yeah, it medium could, could also medium yeah. to hard. I think, yeah. <laughs> I mean, back when uh, when we uh, started fingerboarding, trucks were like basically super glued on yeah. because the nut would fall off like in the middle of a run. Yeah. Like, for so many people, <laughs> exactly. There's the, the remember the, yeah. the the Winkler screws. You took the base, yes. uh, the the, 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 the kingpin, the kingpin out, and and. The, yeah, when, no, no, the axle, yeah. the axle, yeah, yeah. But we, I also yeah. did this with with the kingpin. Ah, okay. I uh, like Winkler did it for my set of Winkler wheels, uh, and I think there it was only like the wheels, like not the not the one on the uh, like not the kingpin. 
I also did it but on the King Pepper. It could be that some, you did it later or, yeah. On some, but, but actually, um, by the time when, when, when we were still all like, when it was just Tech Tech Trot, I was, I was actually sponsored by my local Cheetos back then and they gave me uh, oh, cool. a couple of Tech Techs per month. So whenever an axle fell off, uh, I would just, well, set up a new one. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, I I bought, like, I I think it was my first eBay purchase ever. Uh, like, I bought, like, a, I think they were called a Tech Deck Skate Shop Pack or something like yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. It was, like, eight, eight decks or something like that with, like, additional trucks. And that was, like, the gold mine. <laughs> it, it was, like, 10, 16 trucks, like, whatever. Like, yeah. <laughs> and I would also like take out the pins and super glue them back in. Yeah, and, sure. Like, yeah, all, all of this. Like, <laughs> yeah, like when when I came back and heard that such a thing as a lock nut exists, like <laughs> that must have been crazy. <laughs> My mind right? was blown. Yeah. yeah. What yeah. happened? How long have you been away? Yeah, like uh, nine years. Nine years. Well, that's it's, crazy long. Yeah, and I I I came like I came to the Azzy Berlin shop. Uh, Back then, it was still the Black River right. shop, and because I, I, like I googled once in a while, like what was up in the fingerboard scene, but never like wasn't part of it at all, and always had a fingerboard like in my flat when I moved and was looking at them from time to time, but wasn't really doing anything right. much. And so I, uh, at some point, I was like, yeah, I wanted to check out the uh, Black River store for like two years after living in Berlin, like all the time I was like, eventually I go there, but I didn't muster up the, the strength to go there. And I was picking up my fingerboards more and more and I had Eurold wheels. Oh yeah. Those and were they good. were just, and they were just disintegrating because yeah. at that time they were like 14 ish years <laughs> yeah. old. And so I finally went to the shop and pulled out my, the four decks that I had, which was like a, the 26 millimeter Casa Osberlinwood, uh, 26 millimeter Fava, 26 millimeter Shortwood, and the Berlinwood Fishtail, <laughs> and all with like Eurold wheels and Technic wheels, and and Timo looked at me and because uh, he was like, oh yeah, you're looking for something. I was like, yeah, I think I need new wheels, and pulled out my sets, and he was like. Can I take a picture of that? I think, I think he even told me about that. <laughs> yeah, he, he yeah he he tagged you in uh, in that. I like I remember yeah. seeing that like far later, and yeah. So at that day, like uh, I still came in with my twenty six millimeters, and he fixed them up for me, and he even like gifted me a thirty two millimeter setup, and nice. like uh, I think. Uh, 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 Uncle Orban uh, was in that shop setting up a 34 millimeter deck, and like <laughs> I, I couldn't believe, like it looked so weird because yeah, I basically switched all the 29 millimeter phase and was still with my very skinny toothpicks <laughs> next to the 34 millimeter setup. Yeah, I remember. I mean, that was. I think also still before the 34 millimeter uh, uh, hype came came up, um, but I remember we were on tour with Black River and Matt. Um, I don't remember his name from from Freiburg, and he still wrote 
also 29 millimeter and he was like no i don't want to change it i know there's bigger ones but no i want to keep this uh, yeah i have a good friend who's a running joke is that like because we we came back to fingerboarding the same time uh, and he's been away for relative like comparatively long time as well we were also co convinced that we never met each other back then <laughs> And then someone found a photo where we stand right behind each other at the fast fingers. <laughs> and, and so, uh, and uh, like the day I met him for the first time, I was like, oh yeah, uh, someone who's like just starting. And then I saw that he has a like very faded uh, Black River skull tattoo on his wrist. And also okay. had like me 26 millimeter uh, Berlin Woods. I think he, his were 29. And he famously said, yeah, we'll never write anything other than a 20 uh, 29 millimeter deck and we'll never write anything other than a Berlin Wood. And yeah, over the years, he got looser and looser with his rules. <laughs> yeah, I, I also remember like like having a 32 millimeter and saying, well, that's enough. That's enough. Mm -hmm. It doesn't need to go any wider. Right now, I'm saying the same about 33.3 or 34. Um, yeah. I don't know. Where, where where it goes I yeah. mean, it's it's as i said i i set up a 32 millimeter lately when the black river midi wees came out um and i got the first set and i i realized that with these yeah rather small wheels a seven ply or bigger board is just too heavy I needed a lighter mm -hmm. setup, so I, so I set this yeah. one up on thirty two point uh, on thirty two millimeter. Um, I don't know. Yeah, yeah, like the the whole like uh, tuning up a board with like the exact components is something I spend a, a lot of time with. Like, I I can't even count all my setups. I think I'm around twelve, and I'm all about like. Like I have like five or six of the same deck, same shape, okay. same mold, with like different trucks, like with dynamics, with vortex uh, base plates, with uh, black river trucks, with regular black river trucks, with joycon XLs, with flat face wheels, like everything in between. <laughs> twelve, and they, they're all the... ready to go. All those twelve sitters. Yeah, yeah, crazy. Yeah, I I could literally go into like three different rooms and. Pick them up, <laughs> or two two different rooms. Yeah. Um, what was your last personal NBD? So the last trick you did you never done before, or the la or uh, the last trick you were really stoked on? Um, that's actually not that super long ago. I uh, I learned um, frontside pop shove at late flips. Ugh. <laughs> It sounds sounds way more complicated than it is. Um, I actually had the idea to do like shove it late flips already like years ago, and mm -hmm. um, I think I even landed one at some point. And well, some I mean a regular like a backside shove. Late flip, I can understand, but front side shove, late flip, just it it all it all works the same actually. You just need to figure out the way the the, the point where you catch it, mm -hmm. and yeah, well, instead of catching it, you flip it 
with yeah. the next finger, and that works with with quite some um, with quite some 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 tricks um, with pop shovels with frontside pop shovels. That was crazy. Um, thinking about probably turning it even more and, and going into frontside big spin late flip, um, mm-hmm. but it also works with like three sixty flips. These are super hectic, but but it works. Um, okay. yeah, but I think yeah, that I, that was the last out of my league. That was the last one that really uh, that really really stoked me. Um, cool. Um, what would be your most hated trick in a game of skate? Uh, switch frontside flip, I guess. Huh. And and three sixty shove. It's like I'm. I'm pretty. I, I think I'm pretty good. I at, love both of those tricks. I'm, I think I'm pretty good at pop shovels and frontside pop shovels. Um, but that proves my theory because I like I'm I'm of the firm belief that people who are really good at pop shovels suck at three sixty pop shovels and vice versa. Because so <laughs> far I haven't met someone who can do really good yeah. pop shovels and really good three sixty pop shovels. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I, I'm really good at 360 pop shovels, and like, for example, uh, 360 pop shovel nose grind is like one of my go-to tricks. Like, I crazy. can do that almost blind. And pop <laughs> no shovel nose grind is like almost impossible. Like pop shot, pop shovel nose grind is a trick that I maybe landed twice. Okay, crazy. Well, that, that's that's actually like as I as I said earlier when I when I walk up to 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 my 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 table and mm-hmm. pick up my board. I do a frontside board slide first, and I think the next one would be a pop shove with nose grind. That, that trick is impossible. Three sixty shove it. No, no way. But yeah, I, I think we we feel the same the, way about the other the, trick. <laughs> your theory, well. My, my, yeah, it my, might be true like, because I, I, I also yeah. know people that, that can do crazy good 360 shovels. Because my, my reasoning behind that theory is that uh, like most people who are good at 360 pop shovels uh, do them the way I do it. And also like Tom uh, like from the UK does them with like uh, the uh, index finger basically pointing down and the board... Uh, touching the index finger at the whole time and rotating yeah. around the fingertip. And most people who do really good pop shovels do them like just in the air without anything touching the board at any point and just like popping and then catching it again. Yeah. And that doesn't work that well for a 360 pop shovel. I've seen people do it that way. But they are much less consistent at it. Yeah, sure. You lose control. control. Yeah, sure. Exactly. And uh, you can't do that that way of 360 pop shove it for pop shove it because uh, it usually like my finger is usually right where the truck holes are, and that means that the board is just facing the wrong way halfway through. Like I would like I need to stop the trick and then move my hand forward yeah. to basically jump over the tail. So that's why I think most people who are Either really comfortable at pop shovels or really comfortable at free yeah. pop shovels, but rarely anything in between since it's a like conflicting technique. Sounds completely reasonable, but but it's it's like it's also like the people I know that are good at three sixty shovels can't do normal pop shovels. Yeah. Yeah. Like I can can do them on flat in game escape, but 
never into anything like in, into any grind. Okay. Like, yeah. <laughs> um, uh, plastic or urethane wheels? Depends for 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 what surface. But like as mm. I said, my go-to actually on the three setups that I that I ride at the moment, uh, it's all Winkler wheels or Black River. Mm. Um, but like I, I somewhere got like a setup for outdoor sports. No. There it's rather soft, but uh, like no. for the really rough spots. Yeah. <laughs> uh, what's the favorite beverage? Uh, water, I think. So it's close. It's that's really close. Either water or coffee. These two. That's both, actually both are very good beverages. <laughs> it's also basically all I drink. <laughs> uh, cats or dogs? Rather dogs, I think. I I uh, never. Do you have? I never, or not never, but but for a really really long time, don't have a pet. Uh, mm. But I think rather a dog. Uh, do you have any sponsors? Yeah, I think so. I mean, I, I would rather call it friends, but uh, yeah. Mm. I mean, as you, as you said, uh, I used to be on the Winkler Wheels racing team. Um, I'm basically down with uh, Timo Lieben since, since Berlin would really... It got to life. Um, I'm pretty close with uh, Black River since 2000 and I don't know, two, three. Um, I think the only the only ones that really at some point said, well, welcome to the team and mm-hmm. made a post about it was Black River. Um, and I... <laughs> I knew that I was on the team through this post on the internet saying welcome to the team, <laughs> new pro. Um, but it's rather, it's rather, it's rather friends actually. Yeah. Um, do you have any dream sponsors? I'm happy the way it is. I'm super happy. Yeah. I, mean, I didn't. Yeah. Yeah, I think those are basically the companies. Like, yeah, super super happy with that. I also like. I stopped. Uh, I stopped taking part in contests uh, quite some time ago. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think at the last Fast Fingers, uh, Manu Oberle just signed me in. <laughs> uh, um, but actually, I'm I'm not the I'm not the contest uh, rider. Mm. Still, always get shaky. Um, yeah, me too. Still, always like, get shaky when as soon as a camera points towards me that I I don't have in my own hands. Um, <laughs> and it's rather for myself, and there's there's nothing mm-hmm. there's nothing that I nothing to prove nothing to prove, and also. Like nothing to really. I mean, if I if I only do kickflips and board slides for for 
forever i'd be fine yeah. i'd be fine with that and as yeah. long as i got a fingerboard that i can do this on uh, i'm happy and well as i said i'm, I'm pretty happy with with uh, this combination yeah and to be part of that what's your favorite instagram follow so the account you like seeing new content of the most or new posts or fingerboard could be whatever fingerboard no not could, fingerboard related could, could be whatever you want could be a fingerboard account could not be um i'm pretty there's an artist that i really love seeing how's he called he does some digital art and and very um Yeah, very social media. Pablo Rocha. Rocha? Mm -hmm. I think it's Pablo Rocha. Look him up. It's, it's hilarious. Pa mm -hmm. Pablo Rocha. Um, and there's another one, uh, a photographer who basically just posts pictures of bad weather. Christophe <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, Jacro, I think. I don't find it. Christophe Chacro. And he, he posts incredible pictures of uh, of uh, houses in snowstorms and rain. <laughs> That's what I like to look at. <laughs> and uh, the very last question, uh, what's the favorite overall company in fingerboarding? Got to be Black River. Definitely. Yeah. Yeah, I think it pretty much has to be. Like either Black River or Bollywood. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I think this brings us to the end. Uh, thank you so much for uh, walking down memory lane with me. Thank you for having me. <laughs> yeah, and yeah. Is there anything, like any last things you, you want to say or shout out or anything? I'm not prepared for this. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, maybe you can say your uh, your instagram account so people can find you oh yeah that's 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 a bit tricky to find it's lichtzelt um like the german word for light and the german word for tent um yeah. as one word um that's my yeah that's my company name basically um i thought about changing it to a separate uh, fingerboard uh, account mm -hmm. but thought like no um, it's I mean if you look at it I also I don't post finished work as a photographer mm -hmm. I, I always just post like insights to to my my life working as a photographer and yeah. to my life in general basically Yeah. Especially, I mean, especially for the last year, but um, yeah. also like that, and it's part of that. And I think it's 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 also a great way to to show fingerboarding to to a different audience, to people mm -hmm. that 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 maybe aren't involved in it. And um, yeah, that's a great way to look at it. Yeah, as I said, I've been to the point of like, oh, I'm gonna make another fingerboard account for myself where I just post fingerboarding, and then then I'm like, well, I don't have that much to show, <laughs> uh, and yeah, on the other point, 
as I said, like showing it also to, to a different audience and, and maybe reaching out. There's also quite a lot of people that I got in contact with through work or through like the neighborhood or whatever that are asking mm -hmm. or that, that are, uh, my tattoo artist wrote me a couple of weeks ago, like, well, that's crazy. My sons also have fingerboards and they're super hyped. They want to know how this works. <laughs> uh, that's cool to hear. Uh, has, has any one of your kids uh, showed an interesting fingerboarding? Or aren't they old enough? Like, I don't know what age they are. They're uh, six, 11, and 13. They are, mm. well, a bit interested, but never really picked it up. Okay. Uh, they, they, well, tried it here and there. They, uh, at some point, every one of my kids had an own setup. I don't think they all still exist. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> uh, my, my wife, yeah. my wife uh, actually uh, uh, learned a couple of things years ago. Oh, cool. uh, Not super much, but a little bit of it. And there's actually, Black River posted a video of uh, of me somewhere last year riding a big like fountain with water everywhere. Really mm -hmm. great spot in uh, Bautzen. Mm -hmm. And there's also this, it's a super short part, right? So it's Instagram thingy, like 30 seconds, whatever. Yeah. Uh, but there my wife also does like, I think a nose grinder or something. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, uh, but I'll think this is where we uh, where we'll end it right now. So yeah, thank you so much for doing this with me and so much for being here. And um, yeah, thank you everyone for listening, and you'll catch me in the next episode. Bye. Bye.